1: Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Widdicombe. Welcome to in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you,
2: feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping.
1: Or hopefully how they're not coping.
2: And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener,
1: with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with. <laughs> Henry, can you say Joshua Willigan? <laughs> Joshua
2: Willigan! <laughs> can you say Rob <gasps> Cricket?
0: Rob Cricket!
1: Well done! What is there going we on
2: there? go. There I've got we a go. Pig in the background. Hi, Rob and Josh. This is my very nearly eight-year-old Iris Anne asking my very nearly six-year-old Henry your names. Henry will be six on the 7th of February and Iris Anne will be eighth on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day. So the same ages as Rob's daughters, so can very much relate to him. Love the podcast. Work days are always more manageable on a Tuesday and Friday. Thanks for all the laughs. Zoe from Gosport, Portsmouth.
1: Gosport, Portsmouth. Thank you very much. Oh, what's that in the background? It sound like piglets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are piglets. <laughs> That's from pepper Pig. I, P.S. We're piglets. P.S. Little known fans, We are the first piglets <laughs> to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, how are you, Josh? You got you, you teased us with a Jason Bell story last, oh, last time we spoke. Well, yeah. I've begun Project Girls Aloud, Rob. Okay. What's Project? This sounds like the start of a
2: stalking case. No, it's to get my daughter into Girls Aloud. Right. So, Lou,
1: I didn't realise mine are. Ah, oh, there you go. I mentioned, because I was like, oh, we, you know, we, we, I spoke to um, the guy who went out with Nadine from Girls Aloud. Do you like Girls Aloud? I was like, yeah, play Sound of the Underground, play Love Machine. So they're quite yeah. into it. So you're yeah. trying to get your daughter into it so you can go to the show. Yeah, she's up for it. I'm taking it. It's going to be her first ever gig.
2: It's going to be this is, Girls well, Aloud.
1: Lou, I didn't know this either. Lou's, I think, taking them as well. Is she? I'm not I'm not around on that date um, that she's going, but I think she's but taking She, gets, she does. <laughs> she planning to get W. <laughs> I won't be around then. Um, no, I'm I'm filming those. days. That's a filming block for me, so I can't make yeah. the evening gig. Um, but yeah, I think so. That's weird, isn't it? First ever gigs gonna yeah. be girls, are like, but it's quite nice. I think Gladiator has inspired this. Of like, well, why don't we just go and do something we both enjoy? Because exactly. Who likes girls. Like they've had some bangers as well, you know. fucking know, Rob. I was listening to
2: the hits yeah. on the way uh, to to the Kent coast to the uh, towards Dungeness Power I Station think beyond. The Beatles and Blur and possibly the Smiths—they've got more good songs than any British band in history. How close were you to the Power Station? <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, their songs are good. I don't. It's f- hit after hit. Yeah, but I would the- say they the fifth Why best British band of all time. I, they are so. The The show is one of might be one of my Desert Island Discs. What show? The song, the show. Right. Okay. I don't know if I know that one. How'd that go? Nobody sees the show until Oh, yeah, that's the a good show. song. It's it's just got so many different bits. It's got <laughs> there's no, which is the chorus, which is the verse. I genuinely, Rob. Yeah, I think the people that write those songs who are called Xenomania, who are based in Kent, Zenomania. That, that sounds yeah. like a trouble, a, a problematic kids
1: entertainers. <laughs> Oh, it's Zenomania.
2: Zenomania. I'd like to make a complaint about what happened to my kids at Xenomania. You said it was a ball pool. It was. Oh, so
1: they helped write the songs,
2: or did they write all the songs? Well, they're they're the writing team that girls allowed work with, um, and they do the Sugar Babes and they did um, Believe by Cher. I think I think they're up there with Lennon and McCartney. Rob,
1: really? What well, is it? To, who is Xenomania then? Who's in it's the Zenomania? Bloke called um, Brian Hughes, Brian Higgins. Sorry, Brian Higgins. Sorry, I
2: remembered yeah. his name because. There was a comedian called Brian Higgins and a woman called Marina or something like that. Um, (laughs) And uh, I just think girls are incredible. I just think the songs are unbelievable. Well,
1: yeah. Well, I do feel a bit mean though. We're just literally talking about Jason Bell's ex's music before he's in. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on. (laughs) Project
2: NFL. I having Abby Clancy
1: on and then going, I tell you what, that volley that Crouchy did. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Project NFL, Rob. Talk to I, you about Jason, your favorite Jason Bell NFL play. Project NFL's hit hit the skids a bit. Yeah. So it? what's going on with Project NFL? Because it's Super Bowl this weekend. We've got Jason Bell on. You're a huge NFL head.
2: Well, I'm not a huge NFL you, head, You Rob. love
1: the, the the Bengals, isn't it? I love the I love Gridiron.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, I I tried it, Rob. I tried it's on my best, it? It's on too late. It's it's too long. It is good sport, but It is good it is good sport. It is good sport, but fuck it hell, mate. Have I got time for good sport? I think I'm just dapping out of good sport until
1: Well, I do think if you're into football and I'm into football and boxing, it does limit opportunity to watch more of I love basketball, but it's on too late. MMA, I watch MMA boxing and football, are my main ones. But that there's football on every night this week.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't even do that. I just I
1: I just haven't got a life, Rob. Well, yes, you have, haven't you? What's, what's your, what do you do? You go, what do you do when you get a bit of time? You went yoga this Last morning. Last
2: night, we went to watch, uh, we watched the end of the Pamela Anderson documentary. Have you watched that? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't
1: use that as an example of the life you've got. It's a good doc. I know, I do, it. I, it I about, I'm trying to think, like, what's your hobbies? I just don't have any. Really. What sport do you do? Do you do Peloton on your own? Still? No. No, okay, stop doing that. Yoga? I do a bit of Yoga? Anything else? I play five-a-side football.
2: Yeah, I go to the gym. What? My children go to school. Yeah, well done. Yeah. yeah, you've only got a five and a half hour gap in between. It's, yeah. it's meant. It's not long enough.
1: No, but when but then I do mine sort of in the evenings when they're in bed or Lou puts them to bed. At then 9 p.m. I, I play football at 8 p.m. Do you on Sundays? Yeah, I think. See, I think it's Tuesday is football. Thing. Why don't you come play Tuesday
2: football, comedians? Because. Because it's the whole afternoon I've got to go there and back. Also it's a hobby. You've got to put yourself first. I find contact sport stressful. <laughs> go and goal then. I don't, that's a goal. I broke my wrist once when I went and goal in five or side <laughs> football because someone hit a hard shot and it bent my fingers back.
1: And that broke your wrist?
2: Yeah. Right, so you don't like contact sport, right? So what? I, so, it's taken me about for yeah, a dog walk. I'm, I'm 40. forty. It's taken me about thirty-eight years to realise I don't like playing
1: football. Okay, right. So what do you, what uh, fishing? Golf? No, I think that's cruel. Fishing. We could go golf. like Ronnie Barker and Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> I just you think I, fishing's cruel. Okay, right. Fair enough. I get that. If you're in, golf,
2: I think I haven't got the mentality for golf. I think it would stress me out too much. Yeah, I think you're you're too competitive. And I, if I hit a bad shot, <laughs> it's going to get to me.
1: I'm yeah. not going to be able to put it behind me. Your neck's going to be in pieces. My neck's going to be in pieces. Right, okay, and um, what else could you do then? Are you looking for companionship? Like, uh, no, I've got Rose. No, not like that. But like, are you looking for like to hang out with people as well as do a sports? So like, I quite like being on my own. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Why don't you get a dog and go for dog walks? Because they're a big commitment. Do you think... That is, a, that is too big. You could just walk without a dog. Yeah. yeah. But the walking's boring. And I think everyone gets a slight PTSD from lockdown walks. Yeah, I do think. so. Especially in- if you haven't moved. I've got back into walking since I moved. But when I lived in my old house, I was so bored of that. Anywhere within a five-mile radius of that area, I had covered. <laughs> but a postman so- by the end of it. <laughs> so in conclusion... I've got nothing going on. You've got nothing. Going on. You watch the end of a documentary. We're About watching a Harry good Anderson. series, which we watched over three separate nights. <laughs> because. Well, that, well, Rose is only at home twice a week, isn't she? We're barely together. Is she at home We're, now? Yeah. yeah, oh, that's nice. We've got the evenings together. No, I've got gigs.
2: Fuck <laughs> here now. <laughs> You're gigging's your hobby? Oh, because it come to that. That's what used to be your hobby. I know. That's very lucky the to get to do. That's the problem. You, you turn your hobby into a job. And then suddenly I've got a hobby. Exactly, because
1: there's too much on the line. There's too much on the line, mate. That's why I won't go pro as a boxer or footballer. <laughs> I don't want to lose it. That's why Morrissey never played my instruments. He still wanted to love music. Oh, my God. I was in a taxi the other day talking of Morrissey. Okay.
2: And the guy went, I actually did the class. We were driving along and he was like, oh, I'll tell you what I picked up there. Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, that's cool. Yeah. What was he like? Yeah, no. And he went, oh, here's the weirdest thing. Dropped him off, went round the corner. Guess who I picked up? Neil Morrissey. (laughs) 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 But he didn't put two and two together. Oh, he just thought it was weird it was someone who was famous. He just thought it was weird there was two famous people. (laughs) And I was sat there going... An anecdote here. You've got an open goal here. Did you say that to him? No, because I couldn't believe. I was like, I did I was like, I didn't want to trample
1: his punchline. Also, you're like, trying to keep chat to a minimum, really, aren't you? Yeah, exactly.
2: I didn't want to go. I tell you what, it is a topper <laughs> for you, mate.
1: Do you know what? I find quite stressful if you get picked up and they recognise you is when they go like, oh, "I'll add so and so," and they will say like Billy Conley or a, a comedian or something, and they goes, go, "Oh, they were so funny." Yeah. So you're like, well, now I feel like I've got to put a fucking shift in you. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've got to like start doing a little bit of new in the back of the cab to win him over. I got in and he
2: said straight away, he
1: went, you
2: know, fair enough. He was like, oh, how's was the comedy going or whatever. And I was like, yeah, good. And then I was like, I want to move the conversation away from me. And I was like, so have you had anyone exciting in your cab? Right, yeah. Classic question. And he went, well, no disrespect, but I think everyone's as exciting as each other. I don't think famous oh, people. I'm oh, like, come on, mate. I wasn't. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, so now you're like, oh yeah, I am special. Anyone else special in there?
2: Yeah. And that wasn't what I was yeah. saying. I just didn't want to talk about. If anything, I'm turning the fucking spotlight off me. You put it on me. <laughs> now tell me your anecdote about yeah, Johnny Marr and Neil Morrissey, and we can enjoy but, ourselves. we have completely been oblivious to the punchline. Yeah. About the time you met fucking yeah. Ian Brown and Martin Clunes on the same night, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the, the delivery there needs to be I dropped Jeremy you'll never guess what I picked up around the corner, Morrissey yeah. and you you go no, I go, yeah, no, it was Neil Morrissey <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> And then and then he turns on the men behaving badly music <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Teed up. yeah uh, but right um, well, should we get Bell on? Yeah, Legend right, let's get a man incredible bloke Jason Bell. Please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Jason Bell. Now, Jason, I've got a lot. There's a lot on your resume here. You're ex NFL, strictly come dancing, now a presenter and pundit for nfl in the uk and i think in the us as well and on top of that you went into wall street or something i don't understand money so you're some sort of big city player as well and you've got a kid which really helps this episode anyway that helps Um, at all (laughs) so what would you how would you describe yourself to a newcomer to the world of jason bell what's your number one thing
0: Oh, right now it's definitely the NFL. It's definitely yeah. presenting in football. It's everything's uh seasonal to me and I've lived by this schedule my entire life, you know, from yeah. August until, uh, mid February, it's all NFL. So I, I kind of lock in and then the off season, I start diving back into my other business in the U S which is, uh, finance private wealth management for athletes, entertainers. So I went to that when I retired, uh, had a passion for that. So helping, people like myself, and uh, I enjoy it. It all kind of works together and intertwines all the same lessons and tools.
1: Oh, you're so fucking positive, Jason. I love it. I love Americans. (laughs) Oh, I feel like you're you're like a drip of like vitamins. You know when people go on an (laughs) IV drip just to get pumped up. I feel like I could take on the
0: world after that, just hearing about you.
1: Hey,
0: you know what's funny is everybody's got a role. So when I was on the team, my role was to bring energy. Uh, right. Even when, it, you know, I'd come on the field, maybe we were kicking off or I'd play, you know, on third down. It was come on, bring energy, make sure everybody feels like You had a it, position
1: like... as well, though, didn't you? You didn't just uh... shout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: was out there balling now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, yeah. get twisted. <laughs> 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 I was making plays, but, you know, it's just, what do you bring in practice yeah. uh, when nobody's up for it? You know, when it's a hard day to work out and you got to run in the summertime, I was always that guy, just come out there, uh, at the beginning in the in the morning just start yelling and just hey let's go out and do this and you know it's natural to me so yeah thank you for saying that <laughs> do you bring that to parenting Jason? I do and that's why my daughter looks at me like I'm crazy half the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how old you've got one child. How old your daughter? She's
0: nine. She'll be ten tomorrow. Oh, oh love What are you doing for it tomorrow? What's the we plan? Some work on the NFL? birthday <laughs> Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had a big birthday party on the weekend. So she did tea with her friends. It was really cool. Um, but she wants sushi on after oh, school. Really? So, yeah. Yeah, we're what, going to what sushi. What kind of
1: sushi is she eating? Because my kids like sushi, but yeah. it's strictly just the bottom squashed down bit of rice and I have to take the salmon <laughs> off the top to eat. <laughs> what your children like is rice, Rob. That's what your
0: <laughs> <Yes>. children like. <laughs> hey, my, my, she likes the sushi, man. She likes uh, salmon sashimi uh, she's into that uh she'll try Uncle. she'll try it all but yeah she got into it early when uh we were living back and forth to new york and she just started getting into it then and yeah she, and she got a great palate like her mom not her dad <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now,
2: do you spend your time so are you between both countries
0: no i'm I'm here, full here. time. once you start at school you have to kind of lock in and make a decision so yeah i've been here once school started and yeah this is home to me
1: yeah, because you're separated from her mom, but um, I read so you were like in L.A. for a bit. Is that right? And then yes. you um, so you're here now. She's at school, but you moved in together as well over covid as well. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, we were all, you know, covid. Everybody's figuring it out. Yeah. We've always been close, uh, tight knit. So, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, and amazing, though, t- to be able to even though you're not together anymore, to still have that connection where you can, you know, live in a house together and put the child first. There's a really not many not many people have that. So it's really like impressive and quite special.
0: She's, uh, you know, I always look and I I tell Anaya, my daughter, all the time, man, you, you just got the best mom in the world. You know, you're so lucky. And uh, it's when you see someone parent and you see how they put the child before everything, especially someone as busy as her mom. It just it just makes you very proud to know that person. And it's it's been an honor to have a mother like that for my daughter.
2: Oh, oh that's amazing. I mean, it's a weird thing to say, but if I ever split up with Rose, I hope it's as good as that.
1: Uh, because obviously your uh, career in the NFL and her mom was a pop star and stuff Mm -hmm. like that is, is, is is your daughter heading to one of those directions or somewhere else? Is it music, sport or business? She's definitely got the music.
0: She's definitely got the music side. Uh, Her writing is unbelievable. Her understanding of music is, is just, it's, she's inherited it. it. You can see it. Um, yeah. So I, I think she'll definitely be on the art side. I could see her writing music. I, sh- I could see her going that direction for sure. I try to push her into sports, but she always goes, I don't have to like it because you do, Dad. And I was like, that's true. That's very, 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 very true. I'm always like, do you know you're fast? She's like, yes. I was like, okay. And I put track and field on all the time. I say, you see them run and jump? Would you like to do that? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay, all right. I just, I'm always showing her stuff, introducing stuff like, can we do this? You know, trying to get her into uh, flag football. She's kind of on the fence with that. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I suppose it's harder to play over here, though. It's not that much... Of it going on, I mean, and that's what you're trying to do. You're involved in the NFL Academy, and are you yeah. involved in nicking that Welsh rugby player? That's been quite funny for some. <laughs> oh, I, I wish I could <laughs> take
0: credit for that, but that dude is talented, man. I'm I'm really interested to see how he he does. Um, he looks really focused. He's got all the skills, so that'll be cool. But flag is really growing over here. There's a lot of opportunities for that, especially for young girls. When I came to this country, that was my main concern. I was like, where are the sports for all the young girls? Because in America. Yeah. I got tons of sports. Uh yeah. so but it's it's starting to happen and they're pushing it and uh the opportunities are there so yeah. Just trying to um, get her involved with everything. That's the key.
2: And when you're working with the NFL Academy, what are the parents like? How intense are like so are some parents living through their children
0: there? You don't see that at the academy because it's different. They're away from home. Uh they yeah. at the University of La so they're just chilling up there doing all that. So it's just the kids locking into school uh, a lot of them are it's just fascinating how determined they are and how focused they are because all of them want to go to a university and continue to play a sport they love so they're just so driven with that I mean their schedule is is demanding but they love it they meet the challenge and you're seeing all the stories of all these kids going on to to colleges especially in the u.s playing football and it's the opportunities i mean it's changing lives it changed my life if i playing f- this sport i love going to school at ucla opened up everything for me everything changed then because of what i what and who i was exposed to and what kind
1: of parent are you on the sideline? Like in the UK, soccer, football, you know, here is the big is the biggest biggest thing. But the dads especially get embarrassingly loud and aggressive. Uh, you know, they're I, horrible, I can, Jason. They're horrible. Every like every sort of dad I know around this area has got a story about the time they've been on the touchline when a dad's gone like walked on and tried to fight the ref. It's insane. Does that happen in, the, in America as well? And what are you like? Oh, on the for sidelines? sure.
0: You, you see it all the time in youth sports in America. You know, I'm loud and aggressive when it comes down to school plays and performances. I'm jumping up, clapping, <laughs> yelling. I know I, I know. everybody in there is like, that's that American dad right there. He needs to chill out. Like, sit down, brother. Sit down. Come, relax. I'm in there cheering for the kids. Ah, You know, so, and that I'm crazy. But as far as sports is concerned, like even when they have the sports day, I just chill out like I'm, uh, I'm never going to and I will never be that kind of parent because I've seen it before. I didn't have pressure when I was playing. Yeah. Uh, my parents were always there, but they weren't overly involved unless yeah. I needed them to be. And I think it helped me because I had to figure it out myself. Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant, I read somewhere where he was talking about coaching his daughter and how he had this hands-off approach because he was like, she needs to figure it out in there. I can't tell Mm -hmm. her the answer. And I think sports as for kids, it teaches you a lot of things, a lot of lessons that you will have to learn in life. And if you learn them there and you figure out how to handle them in those situations, it helps you when you're an adult. So you can't give them the answers. They just got to figure it out themselves afterwards. You can replay it and talk it through, but in the moment it's, it's on them. And I I believe that you kind of, just need to relax as a parent and let him do that. As you said
2: sports day there. Did you do the, was there a father's race?
0: Yeah, it was father's race. And did you win? Man, I'm not going to do those fathers like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why would I, why would I ruin the day? You know, even they try to tell me, they're like, you're going to do the race now. I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I want you guys to enjoy yourself. Go enjoy yourself. uh, Go go enjoy yourself. Either way, that's more of a power play than winning. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm like, go enjoy it. All I can do, Rob, is go out there and lose. That's all I can do. Like, if I win, everybody's like, you won. Cool, show off. If I lose, it's like, oh, man, he lost.
2: But when you're not racing, for them, for those dads, whoever wins, there's that asterisk there, isn't there, going... It's basically like winning a medal at the Moscow Olympics when USA (laughs) weren't there. Like, (laughs) It doesn't
1: really count because
2: it's been boycotted
1: by the big guy. Also, as well, there's other... Those other dads, if they're up against you, they've got a chance of beating the NFL guy. They are gonna put everything on the line. They don't care about hamstrings. They don't care about injury. They're gonna be going at it like animals.
0: Man, I, the uh, the uh, physical therapist I go to is like, oh, I always know when sports days around. All the dads start coming in again. <laughs> I like, See? They're out there blowing out hammies, ACLs getting torn, Achilles popping. Nah, I don't got time for that. None. you're super
1: sort of positive and confident, and I think that's an American trait as well as yourself. You know, with your daughter, obviously she's you know European and American. Sort of has she got that sort of inner confidence like from you because she sees how you act with people and things like that. And also mum's super confident as well. But is it, do you think it's a British thing or it's sort of a, a parent thing of like instilling that self-confidence that Americans seem to have, but British people can be quite awkward and over polite and things like that. Have you seen that much or?
0: I love the difference in cultures. Um, I appreciate it. And I think the more you're exposed to it, the more you're able to understand how the world works. So me being over here, I look at British culture and, I I enjoy it. I enjoy how different cultures behave and how they handle certain situations, how they look at certain things. And I think with my daughter, you know, she spends a ton of time in Ireland. Uh, I think being exposed to all of that, it just it just helps her uh, be more dynamic of a person. Mm. You know, being over here has opened my eyes to a lot of things in the world and, and changed my perspective on how I would see things. So, I appreciate the difference in how the cultures um, deal with things. I mean, it's, it's fascinating, even, you know, when I first came here and I wasn't doing the media stuff, I was you know heavily in finance, even how people talked about their finances in this country. I was like, mm, that's different, you know, that's, yeah. it's, a, it's a different approach. And I was like, okay. And I started to dive into the behavioral side of that and it was fascinating.
1: How, how were Brits then?
0: How, how are they approaching it compared to Americans differently? A bit more embarrassed? Yeah, they just don't talk about it, you know, and especially on the athlete side. You know, I, I, that's that was the core of my business. So I would look at footballers and other people in sports. I was like, hmm, nobody really is talking about this stuff. Or, you know, how does this happen in the in the locker room or the changing room? Like, what what's the dynamics? And, yeah, just it's just that stiff upper lip. We don't have these conversations, but yet we're all having the same problem. And if we all talked about it, we'd all probably find the best solution because all of our shared experiences together would give us, you know, some kind of core understanding. But, yeah, so that that was the thing. I, it's changing, but when I first got here, I, I witnessed that.
2: And if your daughter was – if there was uh, – it's the World Cup semi finals and three of the teams are England, Ireland and America, who's your daughter supporting in that situation? Ireland. Ireland.
0: <laughs> yeah, for, just, just <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. She's Irish, man. She's Irish. I, I love that she spends so much time there. Yeah. I am so happy. Uh, when I first started going over there, I was like, man, these, these people are so nice. I loved it. <laughs> I was so, I, every second I remember the first time my mom went over there, I was like, you're going to love it, mom. It's going to be great. Just like my mom loves coming over here. She's here as much as, I mean, she's here like every three, two, three months. And she loves it over here in the U in the UK, especially being in London. So yeah, I mean, but my daughter, yeah, it's she'd be she'd Ireland for sure. I, I'm answering for her, and she would get upset that I'm answering for her, but I'm answering right. And
2: what about because you seem to love Ireland? If it was Ireland versus America in the World Cup final, who who would you be supporting? America. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: laughing in your daughter's face. Yeah, so I gotta hold, I gotta hold the fort down, you know? No, <laughs> yeah. it will be. I mean, at that point, that's what it's about, right? I remember being in New York uh, in, in the World Cup and, and all my friends from all over the world, and you'd be at this bar at this p- time in the morning, you know, watching their team. And I was like, this is just cool. Like, everybody, yeah. you know, it's, it's your time. So we don't win much in America on the men's side. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: how, um, so she's ten now, so she's still at primary school, but secondary school is sort of looming. Um, yeah. Is it how different is the schooling here to America? Like, have, have you noticed those differences when you're dropping her off compared to like
0: your experiences growing up? Uh, definitely, my experience is growing up a little different. But you know, I, I I I went to private school when I was younger, so I remember that. I think the, the biggest thing for me is understanding, you know, how they have to change schools. So that secondary school thing, just trying to understand mm-hmm. that and catching up with that. So I'm always asking a bunch of questions because that whole process is, is just new to me and, and how intense it is for parents. You know, they're just losing it right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm staying as calm as possible. And I mean, maybe that's, uh, maybe I should be losing it and, and, and starting to panic a little more, but, you know, they're serious. Like, I didn't think it wasn't like this until I was choosing what university I was going to go to. Yeah. Not like this. You know, I'm like, it's like, man, it's like, it's going to change their whole life. So what secondary school they go to, but it's just a part of how it is out here. So I'm, I'm catching up and I got a lot of people educating me on it and trying to learn more every day because it's right around the corner.
1: I do think it's got a bit over the top. I think people didn't really care about education that much a few years ago. Now everyone is going mad and like, oh, they've got to do this so that they can get the right 11. Mm-hmm. They need to go to that primary school to get the right 11 plus, because if they pass that, they can go to a grammar school. And then once they're in the grammar school, they've got to make sure they get those SATs so then they can sit those GCSEs and that. And oh my God. It's a lot of pressure on the kids,
0: man. So much pressure. And we don't even know who they are as far as what they yeah. want to do. Like, let them yeah. let them figure out their path. The best thing is, is if they identify what they want to do and then you support them. Like, yeah, isn't that yeah. what we're here for? Like, okay, totally. this is what direction you want to go. Let me do everything I can to help you get there.
2: At what age did you go, this is it, I'm going for this. This is what I could be. An American footballer. Well, not um, an American footballer, a footballer, you just said. It yeah. It <laughs> 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 would have been really weird. I'm <laughs> an <I made> American, <laughs> American footballer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, when I was young, I loved the sport, and I loved playing with, with the sport with my friends, and all I yeah. wanted to do was continue to do that. So because I had so much joy playing this game, I wanted to do it and continue, so I had to had to do it in high school. And then yeah. I wanted to keep going. I had to go to college. And in college, I wanted to go pro because I never wanted it to stop so i Mm. never told myself i want to be a professional athlete i want to be a professional football player i just wanted to keep playing football yeah and i never skipped a stage or a step and i think that's what gave me an advantage because i knew what work it took that day to get to tomorrow and tomorrow i could see it wasn't like this futuristic thing and i think a lot of people they had this end goal so uh, they got caught up and consumed with that, which I was like, yeah, I don't totally. know what the end is going to be, but I know if I do these things, I can play tomorrow. Yeah. And that was the whole thing. I remember, I just want to go to college because I want to continue my education, want it to be free, put take that pressure off my, my parents. And I want to, you know, and I want to play, uh, play football. So once I was in school in at UCLA and I, I knew I was good after about my second year I was starting and I was young and I was like, I may, I think I can make it to the pros and I I got hurt. So I almost didn't, but everything I did at that point in time was I wanted to keep playing. I just wanted to keep playing. It wasn't even about the money or anything like that. I just wanted to play the game. And uh, that was always my approach. It's everything I do to this point is do I want to do it? Um, And then I put all my effort towards that. And then the monetary, Gain usually just comes because i've worked really hard
2: that's the thing isn't it it's doing it for the sake of wanting to do it and then yeah. you're enjoying it and you're passionate about it and you're that there's such that's such a good lesson across everything you do as a kind of in life that you'll get so much more out of it it's like you know when you see parents pushing their kids into something if that kid's not passionate about it they're just going to resent it they, They've yeah. got, it you've got to be doing the thing you want to be doing otherwise it's Pointless. I like Period. watching
1: like football when you see like players that look sad, and I feel like I feel like they've had too much pressure from their parents as kids, and yeah, they don't enjoy yeah. playing. And then you see nah. other people like Jack Grealish, who plays soccer <laughs> so- like just loves it, smile yeah. on his face. And how yeah. how does the education work in America then? If you're really talented at football um, and you're like f- 13, 14, mm-hmm. in the UK, if you're super talented at, at football, when you're with a club at Arsenal, Chelsea, whatever. They don't even bother going to school, really. You just think, "Fuck this! I'm just going to play mm-hmm. football, get my pro contract." And when they turn pro, at, like 17, 18, they just ne- they haven't got any qualifications and don't care. We're in A America, of them, they you don't have... turn pro. That's the thing. The, the, no, it's still the course, pickup's yeah. so small, so it's really like you're going all in, right?
0: Yeah, that's the thing.
1: Exactly. But in America, you 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 stay in education all the way through to like college, university before you get picked for the NFL. But like, yeah. what if you're not very academic, and you, you get shit grades. Do they just ignore it and let you let you play because you're a good player? How does it work? There must be a bit of a conflict. Oh, uh,
0: you gotta or go you to school. You have to get the to be, grades. Yeah, you gotta go to school and get the grades because the way the system's set up, they don't have a feeder system the same way football does in this country, right? Like baseball kind of has that uh, in America, but they they don't have a system like that. So to kind of be involved to where you can be picked up, you have to be in the college system or something like that. And obviously the game of football in the NFL is such a physical game. Like, uh, from a skill set, you can't look at a 13 year old and, and, and really know if they got it or they don't. Right. I mean, there's certain things, uh, because you know, football in this country, is such a skill sport. Let's be honest. It's a mm. skill sport. But when you talk about American football and the NFL, I mean, think of all the different body types. Uh, yeah. Think of how physical it is. Right. It, it takes a while for those things to happen. You can see like quarterbacks that might have it. Yeah. You know, you can, you can see that, but then they got to grow. Right. And then that, that happens later on in life and things yeah. like that. So yeah. Um, most guys have to be good in school and have to focus on it. And it says a lot about you period, because it's such a cerebral game that in the NFL, the guys that last are smart in all honesty. Uh, and it's because we're playing chess on grass, right? At any moment we have to adjust. Like I'm eliminating things you can do when I'm on the field. I've studied so much that I can look at the situation where we are on the field, what's on the clock down and distance, what your formation is. And, and all of this is happening in 20, 30 seconds. I can now say these are the three things you can do to me. Right. I, and I've seen really athletic people that can't do that. Well, now you're playing everything. You're playing every odd. When well, I've just eliminated half of it and- Yeah, the, so it doesn't matter guy.
1: how physically talented you are, if you can't narrow down what they can do.
0: I got you, <laughs> yeah. I got you. So like a, a friend of mine just got the head coaching job for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he was a tough player, his name's Antonio Pierce. We grew up together. Smartest guy I've ever seen on the field. We'd be in the, we'd be in the game and he'd just tell you. It's going this way. Do this. Stop. Look at that. Just amazing. Yeah. And that's how he was in the classroom. Same guy. So, yeah. I mean, you know, smart players last. Right.
1: You know? So they, they sort of need that. You know, it's almost like an equa- a physical equation that you're working out mid-game.
0: Yeah, always. So, yep, the, 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 the smartest and you're, players.
1: Who's your team? Josh,
0: you've got a team, at you? Who's your Cincinnati? NFL team? I like I was... Cincinnati, too. I like, uh, <laughs> I like the quarterback. I like Joe Burrow. I'm a big fan of his.
2: Well, I I came back to NFL this year because uh, I've become a bit disillusioned with the Premier League and I was like, I'm going to start watching NFL again. And Cincinnati went down the fucking pan. Well,
0: your quarterback <laughs> got hurt early, you know, and he got hurt I late. I was like, what's <laughs> wrong with me? He got hurt. I, I but think, he'll be back. You're, you're, you're in good hands. Next he'll be year. Back. Next year. Yeah. No, but He's surely,
1: good. if you're uh, British, you can. You're allowed to glory hunt and pick the best team. It's not like I, yeah. like I liked their helmets when I was a kid, Rob.
0: <laughs> and then when I came back, everyone was like, "You've got a good team, here, mate." Yeah, uh, yeah. You I'm, deserve. Y'all deserve to pick whoever you want because you know you are born into your. Uh, you know, to your English yeah. clubs, man. Oh yeah. my gosh. I know it's
1: tribal, isn't it? Yeah, I love it though. It's mad. I think it's so cool. Have you taken your
0: daughter to any games? Yeah, any yeah, football? she's been, she's been to, she's been to a few. And what's it like? Does she enjoy it or? Her first game was an Arsenal game. I took yeah. her. She was very young, and she, a friend of mine who's American, uh, loves Arsenal, season ticket holder, and we had her drawn stuff. We had her having all the food. She got the full experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then I took her to a Tottenham game, and she was the mascot. Oh, wow. So she, she walked out, and I'm like, so I, I know Harry Kane because uh, he's a big football fan. And I'm like, Harry, this is my daughter, you know? And he's like, okay, I might get her. And he walked out with her. She comes back. She's like, I hope my partner does well. I was like, you don't even know. You don't even
1: know. <laughs> I like, I mean,
0: little do you know. And he well, scores a a,
1: that's a it's a it's mad though, isn't it? Because like you know, from your connections and your career in finance and football, and then um, uh, her mum, who's a world famous pop star, the opportunities and experiences she's getting at the age of ten is mind blowing. Do you, do you worry sometimes that she's living this world that? like, you know, it's, it's sort of alien to most people and she might not be even realising it yet. I,
2: I would love to hold Harry Kane's hand and I haven't
0: had an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, it was I'm so fully. cool. It was so cool, man. And uh, her grandfather's a big Tottenham fan, so it was good for the whole family. Yeah. Uh, do I worry about that? No, because she doesn't, we, she doesn't live like that. These are no. moments, right? Yeah. They're just, they're things that happen and they're moments, but that's not the day-to-day. The day-to-day yeah. is she's on the bus with me, you know? Literally. I mean, it's, it's normal. It's normal. And that's cause of yeah. her mom. Her mom is just relaxed and normal. And you know, she's the star, but she operates just low key. But, and that's why. And
2: are you, I, I, are you going to go and take her to watch Girls Aloud at the O2, Jason? Cuz I'm trying to get my daughter into <laughs> Girls Aloud. She's into the Spice Girls, yeah, so I'm like yeah. if, yeah. if you I can't can go, go to Girls Aloud Josh. before yeah. June, then I it's can take show, her. Man. But if I go without
0: her, I'm going to look <laughs> fucking weird. It's a good <laughs> show, man. It's a good <laughs> Back in the day I took like four of my teammates they are, and they were like, this is amazing, man. This is cool. <laughs> I was like, I told y'all. Um, Anaya is going with her mom. She's getting a whole, she's she's going to be living a different life for that. So, yeah, I'm yeah. Trying no, to that's get a, a great experience. Too. So, <laughs> me and
1: you both. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I think Josh has already got the tickets. He just needs to convince his daughter that she yeah, likes them, yeah, yeah, or otherwise yeah, he looks see, like a nutter.
0: Yeah. Hey, call me. I'll go with you. Go let me know, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Can't>
1: <laughs> Imagine you two walking into the O2 together and
0: just people going, are those two mates? We'll have a good time, man. We'll have a good time. We'll yeah, a good time. I, know. <laughs> I know all the songs. Yeah, we all know all
2: the songs. Oh, they're great.
1: Oh, man. Rob, you should come. Your daughters no, get into Girls Aloud. Um, they like Girls Aloud already, yeah. Well, did, well yeah, I, did, I want to take them to a concert. But, yeah, no, I'd, normally, you normally wait for your child to say, I want to go and see this band, yeah. rather than you <laughs> they like Girls Aloud. I mean... <laughs> See, we, like we're a having a, band parent, a
0: sort of conversation like, about letting them be themselves and look it up. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
2: laughs> yeah. Just Let them be themselves as long work. as they go to the right gigs. That's what I say. Oh um, man. So, um, because you're you work the uh, with the NFL Academy at um, Loughborough, and so what is like if if I had a kid here mm-hmm. who's really good, uh, showing a real interest in American football, like what would be the route for them? I'll I'll be honest, it's hypothetical. My daughter's not even into Girls Mm -hmm. Aloud, let alone NFL, (laughs) yeah.
1: yeah, She's got a tough weekend. Right, get this helmet on and listen to the sound of the underground. (laughs) We've got a busy weekend. Why are we on the train to Loughborough, Daddy? Shut up. (laughs) Just be yourself. Oh, that's good.
2: (laughs) Um, What's the kind of route for a British child if they're really into American football then?
0: Oh, well luckily they have tryouts, which don't really exist anywhere else where you can just go try out and they go try out, you know, how fast can you run? How can you jump? And we understand that most kids aren't trained to do it. So they can look at uh, the core skill sets and say, there's something Mm. there. And that's, A lot of them have been discovered like that. Uh, They play different sports. So you can look at the cross-pollination. You know, if you're a rugby player, you know, a lot of guys that play football have great footwork. You know, short area quickness, which is all NFL stuff. So, yeah. And in reality, a lot of big guys out here don't have anywhere to go. Like, they don't have a sport, you know. Boxing.
1: It's basically heavyweight boxing.
0: Right. And rugby. yeah. i see kids walking down the street. I'm like, have you ever tried football? And they're like, oh, I've, I've seen you before. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, why don't you try out?
2: <laughs> I,
0: I should just say that's creepier than
2: me
1: going to yeah. Girls Aloud alone.
0: I know. I, know, I didn't think it yeah. through. I was, I'm just like, have you ever seen an offensive tackle before? Yeah. No? Right. You should just <laughs> go
1: to like, you should wander around nightclubs and speak to the bouncers, the younger ones. <laughs> hey, <just> around, so- <laughs> they're serious. That's a good move.
0: That's a Just good get the move.
1: 18, 19-year-olds. Yeah. So I know they can get, they don't. They're. Also, I think most of the people that are that big that will be suitable to NFL yep. are criminals because <laughs> they use the <to> fear
0: <laughs> to enforce
1: <laughs> bailiffs, stuff like that.
0: Uh, I was thinking of it because I don't go to nightclubs anymore, but this could be my excuse. I was looking for the big. Right, guys. I tell you, this is what we're doing. Me, I was, Josh, I wasn't Jason. I want to go to the club.
1: Let's go to a nightclub after Girls allowed. <laughs> we'll go to the venue in New Cross and we'll go scouting for NFL players.
0: We, it's, we're trying to help the kids. Exactly. Let's be honest. And um, we're trying not.
1: The kid who's gone, the, the Welsh kid, was um, a rugby player, rugby union, he's super talented, one of the the best young players in the Welsh rugby union team and was going to get called up for the Six Nations. And, you know, essentially uh, in rugby, doesn't get bigger than that. That's sort of, mm-hmm. you know, there's the World Cup, and Six Nations is mega. Now he's gone to NFL on like a development programme. I know that's not necessarily the thing you're involved with in Loughborough, but like the money difference to playing rugby union to NFL is... Insane. So even if he goes there for a few years, could he become sort of financially stable just by getting drafted for a couple of years and then drifting back to rugby? Is that something you could achieve or do you have to wait to get to
0: the top before the money comes? I mean, obviously at the top, the the real money is there. And I'll be honest, I don't know rugby salaries and wages, so I can't speak to that. But... I know the minimum salaries in the NFL are pretty high compared to other sports. What so what's the minimum salary?
1: Is that is that public knowledge the minimum salary? Uh, it's, public yeah, it's public knowledge.
0: Yeah, it's public knowledge. It goes up every year so it could it could change next year so I could say something that is is wrong. Um yeah. but it's 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 quite high and it goes up every every year. I yeah. think it max out around year 10 for the minimum, but if you last that long you're getting You've probably yeah. signed a significant deal, so yeah, it's 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 some crazy money out there. It really is. And is there a, ball, a ballpark
1: figure for that, or should I try and look it up? You try and look style. it up. Yeah, I don't want to just NFL. say something. Minimum salary. Yeah,
0: because it's just uh, so
1: huge in a uh, in America and around the world. I mean, it's like oh, yeah, in twenty twenty one it was like in in twenty twenty two it was seven hundred five thousand yeah. dollars a year. And yeah, that's that, the minimum that, you can
0: get paid if you get drafted. Exactly. Believe me. You know, yeah. so you know, I mean, quarterbacks, your top quarterbacks are getting fifty plus million dollars a year. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's your that's your top quarterbacks. And to be honest, the next guy that gets paid is we call them the defensive ends. It's what my buddy Osi played, and you're yeah. on defense and you're trying to rush the quarterback. So quarterback gets paid the most, and then the guy that gets the quarterback. is number two you know and then everything works out and usually the guys on the outside get paid more than the guys on the inside because if you're on the outside you're kind of in one-on-one situations right you don't have help, so that's kind of how the game works besides the quarterback and um yeah so a lot of money you got
1: you got injured it sort of cut your career slightly short how old were you when you you had to retire i retired at 30 30, yeah, so you were yeah. that was younger than it should have been, and how did that affect you? How, how do you how do you know,
0: Jason? Sorry, I'm forty five, but I would 45. have probably I had maybe a year or two left. Yeah, I mean, thirty in the NFL is. You made it to 30. I was getting called the old guy, you know. Oh right. really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like too 27, late for you give up. No, oh, no, no. no, I'm 38. Yeah, so you're I thought I'd salary so, yeah. suddenly it's you a young you. man's game. <laughs> I'm quite broad. I thought I might have a go at the one in the yeah. middle <laughs> jobs. It's a young man's game. It's the, it's yeah. the recovery from the, you know, from week to yeah. week. It's just it's tough. You can still run, jump and all that, but it's just bouncing back. You know, quarterbacks, they can play into their 40s because they're protected and, and the way the position is. But yeah, when you're uh, when you're out there trying to have speed and reaction yeah. time, it changes quickly.
1: Look, I play five-a-side football. I know it's different, Jason, but like I'm 38. But when a 29-year-old turns up and even that's old, I'm like, this yeah. fucker's too quick. That shouldn't be allowed.
0: Uh, imagine you had to play five-a-side every single day. <laughs>
1: You know, I, I I I I didn't play for a little while, Jason. Right? Uh-huh. Um, about six months. I had a bit of an injury, and then I just fell out the loop of it, and I'd been a bit unhealthy, drinking and going out and partying. My mate went, "Do you want to come and play father side?" I went, "Yeah." So I want to play father side, right? Loved it. Didn't stretch, obviously. Scored a couple <laughs> of goals. I've got it back. Here we go. Didn't warm down. Went to bed. Woke up in the middle of the night. Went to the kitchen to get a drink. I I, I was I was naked. Okay, but this is all, you understand why it's more a minute. And I sneezed. And this, uh, the sneeze hurt my whole body so much from when I played football. I fell to the floor. I, you know when Schwarzenegger, at the start of Terminator, is naked on the floor yeah. of that? I was like that. And I thought, this is not okay. You are
0: done.
1: I sneezed and fell to the floor. It's pathetic.
0: You see, it's the recovery.
2: It feels like you've exposed yourself to a neighbour through the window and this is your excuse. Like going, no, 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 no. no. You've back and sneeze <laughs> then
0: I feel. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And the hoover was at my ass. That was just a mistake. I was just walking past it. Just trying to clean that
1: shit in the middle of the night. Stop judging me. <laughs> Shut your fucking curtains.
0: <laughs> um, what did your daughter make of you going on Strictly? She loved it. She enjoyed it. She was yeah, a fan of I the bet. show. Yeah, yeah. That, that's part of the reason I did it. Is what I knew that? how much of a fan she was. Yeah, we'd watched it a lot. It was one of the first shows I watched come, when I came to this country. I was like, yeah. oh, this is cool. Um, and... I was, that, that was a part of it that I was really nervous about, but yet I knew I had to do it because I'm telling her every day when she goes to school, be resilient, uh, try new things. You mm. know, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, you know, success is in taking on the challenge. And then I have this thing I'm really scared of that I'm intimidated by. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this. And then I'm thinking, well, I'm not doing it cause I'm scared. Yeah. But, yeah. I can't, I've always lived this way where I, when I feel really nervous about something, I evaluate it. And if it's because I'm scared, I just do it. If it's cause it isn't good, I won't. But yeah. if it's, if I'm finding excuses because I am intimidated, I'm like, I have to do this because I got to learn from it. And that was strictly. And so if I don't want to be a fraud to my daughter, every time I've taken her to school, And the words I'm coming out are authentic because I know deep inside I'm scared of, I just, I just punked out. You know, I didn't do something because I was scared. That's why I did it. And I'm so glad because I learned some things about myself that I thought I knew they were confirmed, but yet I also learned other things about myself that I wouldn't have learned if I wasn't on that show because it was completely out of my comfort zone.
1: Yeah. I bet. And what what did you learn about yourself?
0: I learned that I always thought I, I, ran towards a challenge, and I confirmed that. Um, when the pressure was on, like, when it was at its height, I just was like, yeah, let's go. You know, like, yeah. it, it, the, the click. And I thought I had it in football, right? I knew I had yeah. it in the game I love. And you're like, is that just something that I'm comfortable with, or is that just me? And it's strictly I realized, no, I'll run, I'll run towards the wall. Like, I'll do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I also learned that I am really good if I have a good teammate, and I've always been a person that found great people to follow. Yeah, that's so why I'm and struggling I with
1: this on on this podcast. That's what yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I wouldn't consider I, 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 I follow leaders. Yeah, um, I'm a leader myself, but I follow like real leaders. Like I find myself; those are my best friends. And my partner Luba was a leader, and she had mm. that. She had that thing, and I could, and I, and I. I could feed off of it. And that's why we're friends today, really close. And it's because she just like, I could see it in her, like, I got you. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. you do. Let's go. You know? And it it just, yeah, it it was really cool with that. And and I fight for people more than I fight for myself. Mm. And so I knew it was important for her that we did well. And I was like, it made me work harder. Yeah, they me. really care the, the, yeah.
1: the, the professionals it's like you know it's their yeah. thing isn't it it's like it if you're is. training someone nfl and they're like not really putting the effort in it frustrates you so you yeah. saying josh should do it as an example no, to his I'm children? It. I,
2: i'm not doing
1: because <laughs> do no. otherwise like, if he keeps saying to his kids no you've got to sometimes when it's tough and you're scared you've got to do it and it's okay to be scared if no, he's not the, doing it the first, it, what kind first lesson of fucking i give,
2: give them is, is, talking, dancing is, talking, is I mean, embarrassing There's that's the first lesson i give them dancing's embarrassing no, it's or, not. No, I'm joking. You I'm know, too. you know. Hey,
0: go out there and do it. Have a good time. You know. That's it, Josh. I'll go and watch her. Yes, yeah, yeah, that'd be the worst bit, Rob. <laughs> I'd be struggling around the dance from we catch eyes, and I think I wish I was dead. <laughs> You'd be like, look at me. You see these feet? Look at these feet. Yeah. Ones. <laughs> I, think Josh, Josh is,
1: I think Josh should be quite good at it, though because Josh got like, you're pretty good at music. You can play the guitar. You, you've got rhythm. You love you love music. You've got
2: rhythm, Rob. You I like have. listening to music. You love. You, but love you can studio. hear it. If you
0: can hear it, you can move. Exactly. man.
1: You love music. He goes to Glastonbury sober, Jason. Right. He must let love let
2: me ask you a question. Let's let's move the conversation on. This isn't about <laughs> me doing. Studio. We were right
0: there too. Yeah. Right there. Nearly got. <laughs> Jeez.
2: Um, does it feel like years ago when you had a baby and you were up at night and all kinds of stuff? What was you, what were you doing with your life at that point? How difficult was that? Must have been a hell of a kind of change.
0: Oh yeah, but I was prepared because my friend, who's the coach that I said that got the job in um, Las Vegas, the smart guy, he calls it Team No Sleep. He's like, "Oh, get ready for Team No Sleep," and I was like, "What, what are we <laughs> That's talking so about?" American. He's, like, That's he's right. like, "Oh, you just better get on Team No Sleep, man, and just and just embrace it." I was like, yeah. "Okay," and it was, you know, it was it was you were just in it, you know. Luckily, her mom was brilliant and all that, uh, but yeah, just you're in it and it flew by and. I look back at it and I just, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was, it's a challenge for everybody in their own yeah. unique way, but I'm just so happy that I was able to partake in it all. Right. It yeah. just it is It's it's like an honor to be a parent. It really is. Yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's just an honor. Like, and you know, you look at all those things and you just go, wow, I, I survived it we made it through you know kind of cuz if you was uh, playing
1: football it must be so hard to have a family and keep that schedule cuz it is non-stop when the season's on
0: yeah i was retired luckily you know yeah, when, yeah, the, yeah. so you know, and so i was able to, to be there and, and and be locked in but yeah i've seen some of my teammates um during the season, and they'd come in the locker room and you just looked at them like, oh, no, this this is going to be a hard day for you, buddy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. You didn't sleep, did you? And like, oh, man, no, man. I
1: think that's quite key. If you just accept that you will probably get about six hours sleep a night and you're up from 6 a.m., if you're lucky, and that's the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things where I feel like the resilience comes from, from it's not all, it's not, I'm not by myself. I'm not the only one. Like people have done this and they survived and they made it and having those conversations with people that have and them reminding you it's going to be okay. When you're in it, what do you tell yourself? "Uh, It's going to be okay. I know I feel like this, but it's going to be okay. Tomorrow's going to be all right. Uh, And I think reminding yourself those things it's key. So that's why I always said team no sleep. I would say it in my head, team no sleep. This is just what it is. My uh, all of my friends that have been through it, everything's okay. So it's gonna work out. Cause
2: I'd say there was bits when I thought this isn't gonna be okay. This is the worst, no sleep anyone's ever had.
0: No one's <laughs> yeah, ever had it as bad as yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: think you and Jason might have very different mindset. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it doesn't mean I don't question myself like that. It's yeah. just at, at what point do I say, there's a solution to this yeah. or it's just gonna be a problem. And I and yeah. I go. I, I gotta. I know it sucks, but I gotta see that there's the other side of midnight, and there's a solution.
2: Yeah. Um, are you going to the Super Bowl,
0: Jason? I am going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, Vegas with your mate, who now and runs the my, team. That's will see messy. him. Or, I will see him early in the week. He is focused. He's working. I'll go to his office. We'll have a big congratulatory hug, and um, yeah, go to dinner with him and his wife and his kids and everything. And then just you know lock in. To be honest, every Super Bowl I'm asleep by like seven because I'm so jet lagged. You know, yeah. I mean, I got all these plans. I got dinner set up with my old teammates. Yeah. I make none of them, and yeah. I'm I'm, <laughs> sli- I'm so disappointed in myself every year. And the daytime I'm full of life, and then all yeah. of a sudden I go back, get ready to go to dinner, passed out every <laughs> night, every single night. Because
1: I, I travel to America a lot of filming and stuff, and about the times I wake up at like seven AM, I'm like, right, I'll yeah. go to the gym, go for a walk. Who wants yeah. a coffee? I'll have a coffee. Yeah. Fuck it yeah. up. This is easy. And like a shake at a dinner.
0: You, you see, you understand yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. You in the morning, you got everything. You um, got all the life. I think this should be like a jet lag support
1: group where you could just message other people and go,
0: let's hang out and never get you, on time. You see what we just figured out here? You yeah. see what we just did? Oh man, that's good. I like that's that. The truth. We'll get that little WhatsApp going. Yeah. Um,
1: can we get a prediction? Because this is hopefully going to go out before the Super Bowl. Can we get a prediction of your um, of the final?
0: Oh man, this is tough because uh, you want to you know, go against your mate. I haven't I haven't thought about it, but you'll be the first to know. I'm going with Kansas City to win because I love Patrick Mahomes. I think mm. you, he's destined for greatness, and if you're going to chase. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, you gotta win back to back Super Bowls and you gotta get another trophy. If that happens, we can continue to have that conversation until he retires. And I know people are tired of this. I know people are upset about this. But Taylor Swift Mania, I'm 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 here for it. I'm all I'm all <laughs> oh, for. Oh, I love it. What, it's just <laughs> I'm, all, so nice. I'm, I'm all, I tell people, we as NFL players, we fought for this. We, we, we fought for this. We've had helmets on our whole life. Yeah. Nobody knew what our faces looked like. But, you know, social media, it took the helmet off. Yeah. And now we got guys bringing pop stars, the biggest pop star in America, one of her, her and Beyonce, to the game. Jay-Z is already bringing Beyonce. There we are. We're locked in. You got and in life. Vegas as well. It's sort of perfect, what? really. We got Usher at halftime. I'm going to be partying at halftime. You can count on that. I'm 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 really excited about full that time. You be a kip in the cab. Oh man, let me go. I'm, I'll be done, done. But it'll be fun. I mean, that Super Bowl. It's 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 like no other event. My mom finally begged me. She's like, I'm coming to this game. I was like, Oh yeah. no, I got to get you these tickets. But, yeah, she's ready. We went to
1: um. I went to it last year, and it is insane. And we went oh, that's to the. They had that that sort of like corporate VIP. Um, event beforehand and there was like the Black Keys were on doing a gig yeah. then Jason Derulo <laughs> I, 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 what I couldn't get my head around was it was free beer and free oh, beer. Yeah. it was all free oh, but yeah. when I turned around to the bar there wasn't a queue I was like, we're definitely not in England. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's People,
0: because everybody's just rolling through. It's just yeah. cranking out. Oh, when, when they don't have yeah, to take I've never cu- seen anything like they it. They don't have to take currency. It's just handing out stuff, Yeah. you know. <laughs>
1: exactly. No, that was it Was unbelievable It's an amazing event. So, um, is, yeah, is, my, so you think Mahomes is going
0: to do it? I want that. I want, you want that. that. Very, yeah, want very that. good want sitting on the area. fence. It's yeah, not yeah, your first that. time giving a prediction. No, it I want rather <laughs> I have to go with my emotions right here. My emotions say I want... I want yeah. to continue to have this conversation about Patrick Mahomes and yeah. his greatness, but he's got to he's got to win this one.
2: Um, and do you think Usher would do a better or worse uh, Super Bowl show than Girls Aloud if they were doing it? Oh, Girls
0: Aloud would be it would be amazing. Yeah, what you insane,
1: like. Josh? Imagine if you went. Yeah, no, actually, it would
0: be Usher. <laughs> <It> would be, <laughs> even if it, <laughs> man, th- those shows. I mean, I've been to a lot in the past. It is you're locked in. It is entertaining. Yeah. It is yeah. something else. The songs, the I mean, they really you I I see why uh they are what they are. I mean, it's just it's it's just amazing. It's great. Nice, and great I've been to fun. a lot of shows, so it's 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 a good time. And they're not paying me anything, by the way. <laughs> this is this is personal experience. This is great. I'm just telling you. I loved it.
2: Have you got anything more you want to promote from people who are paying you, and then we'll finish the interview.
0: Any, no, uh... man, I'm just hanging out with y'all. This is good. Uh, I'm, we've promoting, got one... I'm promoting your podcast. I like it.
1: <laughs> Any products you like? Go for it. <laughs> no, we got, we got a free sandwich maker the other day, <laughs> <Exactly>. didn't we? <laughs> a Breville sandwich <laughs> maker. Do you, do you know what happened earlier? Did you
2: see this, Rob? When you did a thumbs up, a thumbs up came on your screen. Who, me? No way. No,
1: Jason. Jason really? Come in, do it, it again
2: and it cut, no, look, oh. is.
1: what is that <laughs> so, oh, we, so we always finished with the same uh, question Jason okay. also how did that thumbs up work Why did, is that just something set up on this I definitely I didn't put that on here so.
0: whose studio is this you're working in this is, this is our studio at the NFL oh. office actually nice yeah. oh. Good.
1: Um, yeah, last question basically what's the one thing that um, your daughter's mother does parenting wise when you go oh, this blows me away she's such an amazing mum she's unbelievable. And what one thing does she do that you go, "Mm, not really a big fan of that. And if she listened back, she'd go, "Mm, we've probably got a point.
0: Well, the one thing she does really well, and I try to copy and emulate is understanding how to be calm in tense situations with her, with my daughter. It's it's like, like it's, you know, because in those you're teaching them something, this, this core skill on how to manage stress. And yes, she does yes. such a good job at that. Like if it's too, you know, we don't need to rush here. We don't need to panic yeah. here. You know, why teach them that? And I have learned by watching to copy that.
1: Right. You yes. know, cause
0: that's not how I am. I operate <laughs> from this, uh, standpoint and, and the NFL does that, where it's like we're rushing to do this, or I got to be on time, or this is happening, or whatever. Like, uh, you know, everything's tense and Nah, she doesn't. She doesn't allow that, and it's really, it's very smart. I'm so glad that she does that. As far as things she doesn't, she does that. I don't like nothing. Of course, <laughs> why I put that? Are you serious? <laughs> okay, you gonna get me to say that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> We're
1: give her the thumbs here. up, Jason. Give her the thumbs Look, up. Give the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there it is. Um, Jason's Excellent. been absolutely amazing. Thanks, thanks,
1: thanks so George much for doing this. Thanks
0: for giving us your time, Jason. Hey man, this is a good time. Keep it going. Great conversations, man. Y'all doing a good thing. Uh, uh, cheers, cheers, Jason. Jason thanks, a, mate. All right, man. Appreciate it. Jason Bell, I,
2: I loved love him. I'd, r- I'd run through a brick wall for that man. I'd right? have kids with him. You see that wall
1: behind you? I'd be yeah. through that. You'd run through yeah, that, would you? Straight through oh. that. And he's single. If Lou leaves me, I want Jason Bell. He's not. He's probably not. I don't know single, if he's single. He's actually, I know not he's not single. with his daughter's mum. No. But he can't be single. Not for long. Do you? Not with a smile and a thumbs up like that. Big question, yeah. Rob. Big question, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Do
2: you reckon you and Lou could have a relationship like that if you split up?
1: Depends the reason for splitting up, doesn't it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I... and the reason she splits up is cause she just can't stand you anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god my biggest fear unlocked <laughs> yeah. um, well no but I, yeah I, I mean every relationship's different but oh, I'm, so, I'm so respectful of that but yeah it's all yeah because also really the reality is I think it's easier to say when you're still in a relationship than not being in one but ultimately the focus is the child yeah so whatever makes it easier for the child I sort of feel like you need to leave that any sort of problems or arguments at the door yeah but you know uh, but yeah, that's amazing that he can talk You know, he you know, he moved back in with him in COVID And they get on so well But we'll have to have Nadine on as well yeah. see, what, see what her side is She's going, I I can't But if she was like, well, we don't talk anymore I'm like, oh, okay, um, okay. Have you told her? You might want to talk to him for a bit to tell him that Because he seems to think you are
2: yeah, he's coming to watch you at the O2, and
1: I, if you don't want him there, that's... Yeah, um, yeah, well, imagine if you actually met up with him to go, and then you're like, yeah, it's just this way, and they go, sorry, no entries. Like, oh, don't worry about it, come around this way, you find out he's not allowed in. <laughs> 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 um, right, I'll see you on Tuesday, Josh. Oh, yeah,
2: I'll see you on Tuesday. All right, bye. Bye. Do you ever feel like topical comedy only ever tends to come from one angle? Well, I'm Jeff Norcott, host of What Most People Think, and my show jokes about all sides, jokes about Tories, jokes about Labour, jokes about everyone. If there's any Lib Dems listening, there isn't. <laughs> We're returning guests from across the political spectrum, including Ramesh Ranganathan, Simon Evans, Catherine Ryan, Constantine Kissin, David Badil, Andrew Doyle, Al Murray and more. Sometimes we'll make good points, sometimes we'll make cheap jokes, but whatever we do we'll be trying our best to get to the heart of What Most People Think. Andy Bush here from Guestimators, the brand new game show where guesswork beats Google. Join me, our resident quizmaster master Statman Matt, and a celebrity guest as we dive into the brains of the great British public. Statman, what sort of questions have we been asking? Well Bush, here are some of my favourites.
1: Who's the best Irish person? Which finger would you chop off if you had to? And how many human-sized corgis could Prince William beat in a fight?
2: To play along at home and listen to the podcast, just visit Guestimators.com. I think I chop off my left little finger, by the way.